Hello everyone and welcome to the Business Fame podcast series. Today we are going to interview Mr. Abhinav Angrish, the leading financial advisor who has created the leading online investment platform that is Invest Online. He has the vast experience of 14 plus years. He has clients from all over the globe. So let's interview the genius. Hello Mr. Abhinav. Yeah, hi. Uh hello Mr. Abhinav Angrish. This is Arpish Sharma. Welcome to the Business Pem podcast. Hi Arpit, nice to be here. Nice talking to you. Uh yes sir. Uh, so uh, we will begin our session here. Sure. As a financial sure. expert, uh, do, uh this is the time of COVID-19 crisis all over the world. We are facing the financial uh, crisis. uh stock market shares everything the financial stability of the businesses as well as the middle class employees is uh, getting disturbed so what are the your views on this uh, scenario currently okay, <clears throat> okay. so naturally uh, we've been going through uh, uh, the lockdown in the country since a while now it's been almost 10 days i guess now and uh, yes. uh, as a state we've been going for a much longer period having said that we've been of course interacting we're all working from home our entire team is working from home and uh, we've been interacting to work like with the clients on a very regular basis and more than frequent than it used to be earlier because naturally these are times when you know clients want to be reassured they want to understand what's really happening because you know uh, the way the portfolios have been eroded uh, do you see the indices eroded by about 30 or percent but individual stocks have been anywhere from 40 to 70% and that to very good companies naturally reassurance is very important also it's the first time when such serious deterioration of portfolios has happened uh even we have as like financial advisors even we have not this, uh, witnessed anything like this and i don't think anyone has because it's not the um, uh, you know the percentage of the fall it's with the velocity it's fallen right you you've seen the fall happening in in less than a month uh, which is very very surprising yeah so uh, but see uh, what we do and what really understand uh, we have gone to history we have read all about history what happens of course we also keep saying that you know uh, don't bank on history as much and you know, it's not necessary what happens in the history will also reoccur again but having said that see historically we get a lot of ideas of what really happened in those times and what were the reactions every fall is different right every fall has its own reasons yes. the last recent fall which all of us remember i'm assuming all have seen those markets in 2008 there was a meltdown in the there was right. a financial crisis there was a reason to what happened yeah that was that was still a reason for the markets to tank because the system had failed no one expected a pandemic to get so violent and so wild that everything collapses the way it did so even this is a different learning altogether probably who knows i hope not but maybe 10 years later there might be something else having said that as far as our investors are concerned um, and uh, all the um, we have clients uh, world over actually not only india we have a very large nri base our clients are practically all the countries 
what we've been telling them is the same thing which tell them everybody else that you need to be patient you need you need to be calm there is no point of course there are some who do panic uh, there are a lot of our clients naturally the retail clients were not able to reach physically or on the phone all the time but we write to them we write mails we tell them don't panic there is not time to panic this this shall pass too uh, some understand many do actually i mean understand some don't and they tend to panic and react but uh, we personally believe reacting in, in such markets is the worst thing you can do because you don't know what what your reaction will cause right so the only reaction you will have today is to sell uh, b you'll keep waiting to buy in again so we have seen such uh, investor sentiments in the past as well so you do tend to sell and exit and you feel happy if the market's fall uh, you know then your uh, uh, then your level of sale but re-entering never happens because every time you if you decide an x value to enter the index let's assume that if you're talking to a, a like about a nifty today it was at 12000 levels and let's assume you were lucky and you decided to sell or lucky and, and you decided to sell and you'll say okay I'll buy this at 10% cheaper which would be probably at yes. 10000 levels when it reaches close to 10000 you say oh my god this is going to crash again I'll now buy it at 8000 that figure keeps no. adjusting itself yeah so typically the reentry in the market like- never happens right so uh, the, this yes. this specific investor who's tried to time the market which is what he's he has done will never enter the market again he will only come back again when the market again bounces to 11 and 12000 levels again now the problem is do you believe that the market will come back so that's the biggest worry people have people are feeling so gloomy about it of course it's currently like a doom situation no doubt but the sentiment is so poor so there are more reasons just beyond the markets right uh the second largest reason is everyone is at home there is not much they can do besides seeing the news or reading those multiple social media and whatsapp messages which you keep getting and which are uh, shouting clearly and loudly that this is doom and gloom and the world has come to an end so they keep reading this and the sentiment and emotions keep changing unlike if you were busy at office and doing right. your regular work probably you wouldn't have focused on the markets as much having said that uh no so the, your question specifically we are asking asking all investors to stay calm stay put do not act it's only going to cause more and more misery and more pain in the portfolio probably you might you may save something today but you eventually longer term you are going to lose because over a period of time longer your portfolio is, is invested the cushion gets built so hard that such movements and such fluctuations are absorbed by the portfolio cushioning itself right so uh, as you mentioned previously about the 2008 financial crisis of a country or all over the world uh, your organization was uh, at the time just started recently mm. so uh, no not can really, you say actually. that we have been uh, yeah, operating since 2004 3 to 4 years yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it been 4 yeah. years for you in the market yeah. when the crisis came yeah. so uh, can be it uh, a great push uh, for making the strategies formatting the strategies for the organization as well as the financial advisors like you uh, for the upcoming crisis or upcoming era of the market so this is something the period which uh, 2008 was utilized and uh, 2020 can be utilized see on technical logic yes you can say that uh you can you know try to benchmark every fall and every correction to something in the past so 2008 being the recent one yes we were in 2008 we were about 4 or 5 years old then since we started in 
these are times when yes strategies can be built in terms of enhancement of portfolios and most importantly you know restructuring of portfolios in terms of your allocations can be uh, changed right so assuming of course we have to keep the risk profile intact at all times which is the uh, biggest problem we face uh, with investors where the risk allocation and the asset allocation do not match they keep changing with times i'll give an example on that uh, slightly later having said that yes yeah. uh, these are times where we are telling investors that if you have an equity portfolio if you have a asset allocation where you have let's assume a 60% debt and 40% equity now what's happened with the fall in equity to the tune of 35 40% your value of debt has gone up considerably you probably staring at a 75 25% situation great time to change allocations and look again at your asset allocation which was which has been created as per risk profile i'm sure most of our advisors have been using the financial plans to do so so realign your portfolio add the add the additional 15% of debt back to equity and you know reallocate the portfolios completely rarely seldom they would see such things happening because investors don't want to look at equities at this time <laughs> but yes uh, uh, if and if you have uh, you know uh, always uh, advocated the concept of financial planning and how your asset allocation should be and your risk allocations are there like if you typically see our portfolios uh, even whether it's the physical ones or the website all our portfolios typically carry this as the first image you see uh, in the portfolio page right and this is your allocation of equity and debt and this is what we had planned for you and hope you are in line with that if not then you know, you can always come back to uh, you know realign them so you don't realign your portfolios as frequently as a month or two months and three months but yes when you have such frequent corrections and such ferocious ones yes the perfect times to reallocate the portfolios having said that now there's a there, i'll give you an example of what i was saying earlier 2000 so i was saying 2008 yeah. the fall happened 9 april 6 april they started reversing it was a, i mean a great rise in 2009 almost to 2010 as well mid and then again the recession started right so 2010 to 13 was a very gloomy time yes till september and the election news started coming in and so on those 3 years were very 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 uh, you know fluid for the markets i would say equities were not doing much debt nothing much was happening only thing which was working was gold every investor wanted to aggressively invest in gold in, in those times no one was bothered to understand that why gold is rising or why it should not be more than say a 5 or 7 to 8% tops in a portfolio to just manage or hedge the risk of the entire equity portfolio uh, we have seen portfolios where uh, investors said forget the allocation forget the risk and financial planning i want to put about 40 50% of my wealth into gold people did that 2013 and in 14 uh, gold hit a peak and finally uh, it started moving now uh, just like in the last month or two right so those investors again came back to markets yeah. in 16 17 they missed the entire 2014 rally right so so again the investor was invested in 2008 saw the dramatic fall right those who stood and braved everything which was happening uh saw the rise happen to the 9 and 10 again went through a slack but if those who stayed invested till 2014 and 15 and 16 enjoyed the ride and again made a good cagr of almost 12 to 15% analyzed right problem also happens with retail investors yeah. who are doing sips today they are actually staring at a five year loss on their sip investments and most of the investments they are doing right because 
typically what people don't understand they assume and they believe that i'm investing into markets since five years which is an idle time which is not the fact really right you're putting an sip is an installment going every month if you just pick up an average if invested for five years you're actually only invested for two and a half years because you're buying on a month-to-month basis what do we what do we say stay invested for seven or ten yeah. years right so if you invested for 10 years in an sip right. logically you're only invested for five years in that case that's why sips have to be for a longer period the problem we face on the retail side and specifically with people who choose of course to go alone of course i'm sure they are smart and they understand what it is but even choosing to go alone and go on your own without using the help of an advisor specifically have to make their own decisions and calls you don't have any reassurance you don't have anyone telling you like hey listen hang on i think this is the right time to buy right so we have been advocating people like, increase yeah. your sips in take top up options right i mean if you come to our website investonline.in you have a top up happening very easily and whenever you want it you can even pause it when you like it it's very easy very convenient yes, so yes. people should use these yeah. tools to do that the point is someone needs to tell you to do it yeah. so, so so for those who can reach us and talk to us talk to any of their own uh, advisors as well uh great if you are being advised to do so if you actually go back and see numbers uh last year because last year was not a great year for equities again the primary sips which stopped in the market if you notice 80% of the sips were those those sips which which were doing directly in the market and not going through advisors right in fact if you go and uh, actually logically since you're doing because averaging this is the best time to add money to sips Again, I'm not t- trying to say you need to time it, but if the markets are down 30%, you have even a little bit of liquidity. In the same folio, in the same scheme, just add as much as you can. You've pr- you probably done your work for the next two years, right? So uh, yes. So but the, but the so hmm. yeah. go on. So this just this last decade has seen exp- extensive growth in the mutual fund Absolutely. investments from the people from the middle. starting from the middle class to the business level people who are starting to invest in mutual funds and at that time uh, yeah. invest online invest online is a great, great platform i personally visited and gone through all the choices you have provided and it's really uh, interactive website thank you so I much i have to say that so how was that thank idea you. born uh, with your wife uh, miss tina yeah. angrish right Yeah, how was the idea born uh, to launch the uh, leading mutual fund investment platform of yourself uh, to help the people like us from the corporate level to the okay. business owner? Okay, so uh, my history, I've always been into financial services. I was a relationship manager for uh, for a foreign-owned bank. Finally, joined uh, one of India's largest private banks. Served there for three years as well, primarily managing wealth accounts for investors. of course uh, like along with liabilities uh, of the casa accounts as well having said that i think the biggest problem uh, which, uh, you know that we that we faced or at least which i witnessed being in in my banking stint was unfortunately the products pushed were primarily for the benefit of the banks right so it is more for the third party products is like they call it this is the third party uh, uh, product which they're selling it's primarily sold for the benefit of higher commissions which the banks earn typically right so insurance is pushed a lot and of course the high earning mutual funds were pushed a lot the industry was also very very nascent at that time because they were just evolving just growing you still had very few uh, asset management companies at at that time 
So of course they were just going all out to just acquire new new clients at whatever cost it may be. So banks made uh, a killer time. Uh, uh, I mean, like a killer fees in those times, and made a lot of money. So there was this so-called awakening, I would say, in two thousand three, end of two thousand three, when I thought I don't think I'm doing any service to my clients at all. In fact, it's more like a disservice. And you know, if you start getting sleepless nights or actually mis-selling products you're not supposed to be selling to them, which doesn't suit their profiles. Is actually what took, I took a call to quit and start on my own. So 2004 is how uh, AppClore Investments was born, and we started gradually with uh, you know just plain distribution of uh, mutual funds, and gradually we added equity broking and advisory and equity and so on and so forth. Now the first thing that we started with was spend a lot of amount on technology, because you'll be surprised even after being at one of the largest private banks till 2004. Our clients used to get the wealth statements on Excel sheets, which is ridiculous. There were so many times where I personally filled up yeah. NAVs of the fund schemes to explain what the valuation of the portfolio is. There was not so much of digitization of account statements and so on and so forth. So I wanted to focus towards that. I wanted things to be more systematic in terms of running a business and, of course, being 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 scalable as well. But also helping clients with some kind of robo advisory, which which you can provide. Although I personally believe that even though we are uh, uh, an online platform, we're still very engaged with our clients, and we still believe in speaking to them, being in touch with them, even though whether it's on the phone or it's actually personally advising them in whichever way possible, could be through seminars, conferences, and so on. So 2005 and six is when we really started working and thinking of how we can really start a platform. Where at least we can get the retail investor to come in, because the problems we were facing then was how many branches could I open, right? Which all cities could it reach? And still you have those limitations. The concept those days was to have branches. So banks were having a gala time in this because they had branches all over the country anyway. For them it was just adding a second product and selling it. Like this, this if you start seeing balances lying in your savings account and you know that the money is going to eventually go into an FD, so you rather sell the guy an equity mutual fund and right. earn a nice. Brokerage on that, then running on the FD as well. That's why third third party was such a hit. So what happens to poor small advisors like us? How do we we compete with them? So uh, the idea was a to ease uh, investment processes, b to try to reach as many people as you can and not be dominated by specific uh, two banks which were functioning on the online side uh, in those days, where you were forced if you want to even buy mutual funds, you have to actually go and open a banking account, a broking account, a DMAT account. And then you can buy a, a specific fund as well, even though if you don't want these products, these products were forced and cross sold to you without your requirement. So of course there was, uh, sorry, doing the research. Yeah, and doing the yes. research as well while so, investing. Uh, we wanted to ease this process, of course, right. and the, but the problem we were facing was no one would talk to us then because we are not a bank. So because you're not a bank, how can you how can you facilitate anyone to transact? Right. And of course, you uh, you can't buy uh, mutual funds on credit card, so that that option was never available too. So we actually went out and uh, uh, we spoke to uh, Bill Junction then, which was called Tech Process, and we were the first ones to actually create a payment gateway situation, uh, payment gateway platform for investments in mutual funds. Then, right? How I figured this was what I what I used to notice was that. All the SIP transactions of clients were even those days being transacted by builders, uh, by tech processes as a company, right? So we created the payment gateway through them. The first AMC we approached and he who understood us was uh, 
Birla Sindhavi MC then very supportive great team they really supported us all through in helping us integrate and understand how businesses work and it's a lot of capital investment for us as well right we were a much much smaller a very small company then so everything that we put in was complete to to develop the technology but 2006 and we were practically up 2007 we started marketing <laughs> uh the platform i mean aggressively it was very new to the market we only had about 6 or 8 uh, mutual fund companies signed up with us by then we didn't have too many as well because even banks were reluctant to give them codes for some uh independent advisor to actually go and you know uh, transact for mutual funds and they, be, uh, just because they would be losing business in their, in their case right so imagine a customer of an abc private bank actually has an account with us and is debiting their bank account to invest in funds which the bank is anyways providing so there was hiccup there too so too many you know unprofessional and uh, ways of stopping others and very anti competitive but anyway that's all started unfortunate for us to uh, after we started marketing three months later the market tanked in 2008 so naturally there was no appetite to get into funds but yes, yes. our focus stayed we continuously kept investing uh, we kept on upgrading our platform we developed investonline.in completely from scratch again because there was so much of time not not much was happening so while our other site was running live on a very different and old technology platform we changed it and we went live again uh, just about a year or 18 months back with a completely uh, new platform much faster with many more technology options and tools and so on and completely easing uh, you know uh, uh, investors to come and transact we went a step further as well so we now of course have about 70 80 or i think 80 or banks on our platform where you can have your account transact so practically all the banks are covered i would say right and uh, uh, we started building a system which is you know more like the other e-commerce platforms like you would see you know like your flipkarts and amazons and why should in investments will we not be treated like that so we start having cart purchases where you can buy multiple products together just like you would shop on your regular e-commerce sites besides we also advanced so about Six months back, we also started having an option where we are helping other advisors to come on our platform and use our platform in the background for their clients, so they can also expand, right? So today, let's assume uh, you are an advisor sitting somewhere in Chennai and you want to go and address uh, all of South or say Tamil Nadu as a state to just go and market all your products, but you naturally physically can't reach. You can use our platform to, to like do that. So it's not only to transact and help people. Uh, uh, you know to uh, help your investors to uh, invest online also at the same time your reach becomes easier and a cost there's a lot of cost effectiveness too you don't need a uh, like a, those physical papers move um, moving to and fro between amcs and registrars and investors and so on so we kept on innovating at all times i mean i i still recall uh, 2011 or 12 we were the first one in the country to actually have a completely independent sip transaction which was absolutely 100% paperless so you'd be surprised even back then though we were online sip transactions could not go online they had to be procured physically so there were a lot of hiccups so clients who even registered had to actually uh, after filling up the form for an sip you had to download the form and send it to us and then we would process it so see logically if you go to see it was still an offline transaction but just that it was procured and initiated online so we wanted to make it completely online so i created a concept of isip which was of course called isip and which was completely paperless so we actually got a, got the client to sign a mandate at the time of registration itself that in case he initiates an sip later we can process it on his behalf 
you know so we created that and uh, so things like that oh, right so we yeah. kept on changing even now if you go to see like you know today uh, it's a completely uh, it's a complete lockdown people are not able to uh, like transact or move and submit applications we have had a crazy surge of online applications right online registrations have hit the roof because everyone wants to transact right. the problem we're facing now is these guys want to transact and come to a platform of investment which are not made through us so we even helping them do that but they completely understand and value this now even earlier the investors who were completely offline and you know very complacent in you know uh, doing things with the physical forms today are absolutely in awe of the platform they love the idea of being online and today regret that you know they were not digitally tied up earlier because redemptions are run so smoothly you don't need to move no nowhere right yeah. and all our team members appreciate them completely everyone right. is working from home and things are working very very smoothly so yeah so i think innovation has helped us at all at all times having understood the, in the entire industry from scratch and when you've been there now for 15 years i totally understand the problems which are involved to understand the operations so closely that you know you can think of solutions yourself so uh, very uh, i mean i would genuinely say it's difficult for a non industry guy to actually come in and start and do it so we've been there done that we've gone through the entire grind and yeah we've seen multiple rallies multiple falls multiple corrections so yeah with the fundamentally or technically i think we are out there and it's doing well yeah so uh, you are technically trying to uh, make this platform uh, as as smart as you can to help the people and gain the trust and you have done that eventually from last Absolutely. 14 to 15 years yes yes so uh, along with that you have another venture with you the butterflyhomes.in uh, you are handling uh, the same with i'm a managing, managing part director. i'm not a managing partner actually it's uh, it's actually tina my wife was a managing partner i am a designated partner it was built for her passion and uh, her interest in designing so yeah that's the e-commerce right. platform for buying home decor accessories online uh, but frankly i'm not really involved in the business as much so yeah but yes it is uh, the entire the entire platform is okay. developed by the same team who's developed invest online as well so yeah so uh, your view on this this side expertise and passion can truly uh, make you successful if you pursue it in the right way and doing the smart way uh, that is really uh, a great message for the enthusiastic entrepreneurs yes i totally podcast. agree uh, i think the uh, the biggest uh, point an entrepreneur needs to follow is please be persistent and don't give up you know uh, uh, i just recall when small uh, incident you know when i just started so the first thing i did was i went back to all my banking clients and i said hey this is what i'm doing this is what i'm starting and i didn't go and sell anything to any of my investors i just said this is where i come into play and this is how i can add value when my very very dear client still very close to me he told me son whatever it is don't give up you're starting something it's going to be long and very tough road don't lose hope midway we will be there and we'll keep supporting supporting at all levels and it gives such a boost you know when clients come back and tell you that we'll keep supporting you what else you want to hear that's why you know i go back and see what i really love yeah. uh that one specific quote from winston churchill like if you are going through hell keep going that is the only way you will get through and you will get through period times are going to get very tough you know it's like going on the marathon 
Yeah, actually, you know, um, I mean, I do run, so I personally know how it is. Let's assume you're doing a half marathon of 21 kilometers. And, you know, when you cross uh, uh, the, yeah. the first eight kilometers, I think very tough. Every 500 meters, you want to just give up. You know, you're feeling tired. Then we say, okay, fine, I'm going to stop at 10. And if you make it at 10.1 and 10.2, yeah. like, fine, I'll not make it 12, 14, 15. So it just keeps you going. You have to keep going. It's your mind which is controlling everything, right? And you train for it. But when it's the day of the marathon, you it, it becomes a pain. Yeah. But yeah, you always get through if you're used to it. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, you need to build the relation with people, and that's how you build the absolutely build your own thing. Right? Anything you do in life, anything, whether you're doing business, or whether you are uh, running a family, or you know you're talking to friends, it's all about relations, right? Without relationship, how is it going to function? Only when you have those relations, yes. and of course, when you're doing business, you have to give the product and the service as well. That that goes without saying. But having the right relations, that will only happen with time. Right? It will not happen overnight. Relationships are not built in a day. It takes time. But once they are built, there's so much more you can add in terms of. Uh, of course, you will grow as well along, uh, along with your uh, clients, definitely. But yes, those relationships. So you have to be a very truthful, very honest to them. And you have to consi- consistently, you know, be there for them, come what may. It can't be today, you know. I, you know, uh, uh, during my banking days, I used to say, I used to have some great colleagues doing awesome business. And once they get promoted, the clients would keep looking for them more to, you know, uh, personally thank them, congratulate them. These guys were not available anymore. They have gone too high for them, you know. So that was good learning. I took advantage of that to understand right. all these things early on. That, uh, you know, it's not like someone is invested with you today and have to withdraw for whatever reason, they'll never have money again. I'm saying from our business perspective. So you have to uh, maintain those relationships in every level, in everything that you do in life. Okay, so uh, moving on your uh, personal life. Uh, so what are your hobbies? Oh, so, what do you uh, do in your free I time? I work out a lot. Uh, <laughs> and I play, I play the guitar. I read. I read a lot. Yeah. Uh, though unfortunately my restriction to reading is only related to finance I don't enjoy reading anything else I would love to but yeah but lately I've started developing some interest in reading more about history of different countries and what really happened I'm still stuck in India though because there's so much in India to to read about so I've been doing that and you know even in these lockdown days uh, I'm probably working out the most than I ever did I in my own house I walk like 15-20 kilometers a day besides my high intensity workouts with thanks to YouTube. And otherwise, uh, uh, I'm actually a tennis player. So we used to play tennis till the lockdown happened. But yeah, so these are a few things which I do regularly. That's, that's really you know, great. Actually, those uh, things help you manage the company. Along with your company. <laughs> it's, not, it's not going along with them. When you do all that, it gives yeah. some time off, you know, and uh, yeah. you, you, you get to socialize with the right kind of people. I mean, we have so many different kind of people who play tennis with us. Right? There are uh, uh, people from the, the business side, from the service side, some retired. And it's amazing talking and chatting with them to just figure who's doing what and how they're functioning and managing. It's actually learning from everyone and each one of them on every single day. Right. Yes. And uh, uh, how you see personally? Culture is important for the organization and the family. So, what are my views? Uh, the what same? are you in terms of? The same? 
culture in the organization your company your family so see first things first thankfully culture. and gratefully i think as indians we have a great culture that we born with which is great coming so that goes along with the family as well so um, yeah. technically we are i mean we as a family we are four of us we very conservative uh so very humble backgrounds so all have value for time money and education is which is what we drill in our clients to uh sorry in uh, uh, in our in our children too to have those values which should be the, with them for life and we try and do our best we have great support from uh, my parents my wife's parents as well so there's too much of uh, you know bonding with the family per se have you said that even if you see our culture at the office uh, it's a very open culture uh, anyone is free to come and talk to anyone anytime they like we encourage uh, not only uh, you know uh discussing what's related to work but at times if you want you can even discuss your personal things it actually helps right because you're practically spending more time at the office than what you spend at home so that's your true family though it's not blood which is fine but you spend right. so much time and if it's going to be a close yes. culture you shouldn't be you know suffocated to come to work next morning you should be wanting to come to work yes having said that the uh client priorities always first exactly. when the lockdown happened uh this is yes it's first time like for me must be for many others as well where you're actually working from home so i i frankly feel it was great that we didn't even uh, have uh, half a day hiccup to actually move completely and work from home and so working online was great right and of course being uh, an online company as well it was uh, uh, it's not completely easy because there are certain transactions which had to do, be done offline which had where reportings happen and so on there are keys and wall which are on specific laptops and pcs but we managed it well so you know even the, uh, even these times supporting your uh, your own people uh, all our colleagues all staff members we're all together we all chat frequently on our uh, on our on our groups and everyone has a very open culture yeah. so yeah so having an open culture you know uh, treating your own office as your i would say the primary family because of the time you spend with them is the culture we 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 try to build in yeah sure uh, so my last question for the session uh last question so whom you want to uh, see what type of uh, people you want to see on our podcast in future uh as a, as a entrepreneurship based or the business based what kind uh, of uh, guests i would love to see, see all i think all side? all types of people frankly i would not only want to hear people who are entrepreneurs but also from successful leaders <laughs> if you can there's lots that we can learn from them what they have done right i mean that's what we read and do uh, do ourselves and it's good to learn from each other what their experiences are and uh, and of course uh, from every every possible industry not restricted to only ours of course because every industry has their own ways of functionings and processes and so on yes. so i would say yes i would love to see people from every type of industry uh, successful budding entrepreneurs successful entrepreneurs successful leaders today in, in all types i would love to hear politicians as well yeah, sure 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 uh, thank you so much abhinav for such a great session it was thank really so insightful really for me and my uh, audience talking to you and it is it's a saturday well spent <laughs> Yeah, Absolutely. thank you so much. We'll be looking look forward, forward to connect with you again. Have a great weekend. In, in be safe, future. stay at home, take care of everyone and spend time with family. Yeah.
thank you so much yeah, cheers bye bye uh, abhinav thank you so much hey it was one of the most insightful and unique session with mr abhinav angrish the founder of invest online he has shared his views on financial investments thoughts on current covid-19 breakdown and how we can see towards it in a positive way hope you like this episode please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues stay tuned for the more exciting stories ahead thank you